This is Marcelo Pico, editor-in-chief of Talk Film Society, founder of Talk Film Society, and here uh, as the host, um, the, the person guiding you through the Talk Film Society Festival 2020, uh, here to introduce uh, day three, episode three of, of the festival of this podcast series where I talk to great people uh, about films they've picked for the festival under the theme of returns. Um, and this, this is day three. Uh, this is uh, um, a, a double feature. The first of two films that are part of day three. Um, so the first one here is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, presented by Marcus Irving. That's who you'll be uh, listening to, along with me. Uh, we're going to be talking about that slasher film, uh, iconic film, uh, me and Marcus. Uh, and uh, the, the, the second film, as part of the Day 3 double feature, is The Fog by John Carpenter, which will be the next episode. That's episode four. Um, and if you listen to this uh, as it comes out, um, uh, uh, I, I highly recommend um, you know, watching both together, you know, back to back, because that's that'll be a hell of a double feature. I, I know you did last summer and the fog. Um, so before I toss it to me and Marcus for this first part of the double feature uh, today, uh, day three. And let me talk to you about the Patreon, patreon.com slash talk film society. There you'll find uh, bonus episodes of podcasts. Uh, You'll get access to our new discord, uh, which I I hope will soon be a great place where uh, talk film society fans and, and writers and contributors will be there too. I mean, a place we can hang out, have a conversation why not um, uh, support us on any level and get that access and then also um, you can also access our writing uh, we we've just published a program uh, that's connected to this festival uh, that covers all 15 films uh, the staff uh, contributors are you know, podcast hosts that came together to write this um, program which is on the Patreon now. It's five bucks, so so support us at the five dollar level, uh, and you'll get access to that writing. And I highly recommend it. Some great writing there, um, including uh, Marcus Irving's writing. He wrote about I Know You Did Last Summer, and he also wrote about Triple X: Return of Xander Cage, which will be later on in the festival. But um, uh, I, I, I highly recommend you checking that out and, and reading Marcus's uh, work. Um, and speaking of Marcus, here we go. I know what you did last summer. Uh, this is the first of our double feature for day three of the festival. Um, it, it's a seaside horror double feature. Um, uh, this one in particular, this conversation may go off the rails a bit. Um, but I've, I, I had a good time. I hope you have a good time listening to it. 
if 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 uh, you enjoy me and Marcus here, I recommend you checking out Marking the Marks, our our you know side podcast that we do. So uh, that's on the Talk Film Society Network, uh, talkfilmsociety.com slash marking the marks. Um, that's marking and then the M A R C S, uh, you know, uh, that, that's the way you spell marks the second time, but yeah, um, please enjoy this, uh, conversation that me and Marcus have covering. I know what you did last summer. Oh, I should also say we, we recorded this a few weeks ago. Today is the, the 16th of, uh, October. Um, it was a few days ago, uh, or maybe last week, that they announced a I Know We Did Last Summer TV series that Amazon is going to do. Um, and we had no idea that was going to happen because we recorded this weeks ago. So that's interesting. That's came up in the news. And um, later on in this episode, you'll hear me and Marcus talk about you know a reboot of this franchise so yeah that's why we don't bring up the tv series because we had no idea that was going to happen so there you go funny coincidence uh and i think that's it i think that covers it all yeah i just want to say that um uh yeah please enjoy this conversation with me and marcus talking i know what you did last summer hello marcus how are you doing Hey, Marcelo. Doing good. All right. That's good to hear. It's a nice uh, Wednesday night. Hope everybody's doing mm-hmm. all right. Well, not when you're hearing this, um, when, when we're recording, you know, uh, it's a Wednesday night. But if you're hearing, you know, whenever you're hearing this, we hope you're doing well. I mean, that's been the general. <clears throat> um, I mean, that's how it is, Marcus. I, I don't know. Uh, who you talk to in your personal life? Because we never talk about our personal lives on our on our podcast. But no, um, I will not have it. <laughs> when somebody may ask you, or you ask somebody how they're doing, um, it's generally you know uh, this time of you know in, in this year, it's been the like, hey, I'm doing all right, you know, despite everything, right? Is that is that not uh, how your conversations go? We we all put on the mask, don't we? So. <laughs> Figuratively and literally, I hope yeah. we put and on masks. We're about to talk about a movie where the killer does not wear a mask. Oh, Isn't that interesting? I love that segue, Marcus. So, Thanks. yes, this is the Talk from Society Festival. Um, uh, this year, I asked people from Talk from Society uh, to pick a movie under the theme of Returns. So that takes me to my first question. Actually, my second question, because my first question was, how, how, how uh, were you doing, Marcus? Now, the second question I ask you is, uh, what movie did you decide uh, to talk about here, Marcus, for this festival? Okay, Marcelo, I picked uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Slasher right. movie from the year 19... <laughs> 97 of course there you go yeah um i actually am pulling up the page now too because i didn't have that open uh 1997 1997 so in this in this intro we're just gonna just intro the movie for for those who may not have seen it before or just you know as a as a primer for anybody who is re-watching it 
Uh, not going to get into deep spoilers until the next segment, which you hear after this first segment. That's how segments work. Um, so, Marcus, why in particular did you pick this horror movie for Returns? Okay, so yeah, the the, the theme of our uh, little thing here is Returns, right? And I chose this. I know what you did last summer because the film is about a um, a killer <clears throat> uh, coming back to haunt these teens that uh, did something to him. <laughs> it's got not a great explanation. <laughs> well, it's about think- it's about a thing co- coming back from these teens' past, and it's returning to their lives to uh, harm them. <laughs> See, and, this is yeah. this is good because uh, I think we can be less coy about the actual concept of this, um, <laughs> like because you think, I think, you think we're not introducing this movie to anybody. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, uh, my my prompt is for t- to you, Marcus. Um, is do you think there's going to be anybody who's going to go into this completely blind, not knowing what the general like? Uh, um, like plot is because my my thing is this is a great pick by the way um i know we did last summer because it has been a while since i've seen it i remember liking it a lot as a as a kid but yeah. sort of sort of it just it just became it didn't become you know scream and it become like a huge horror like franchise even though there are you know sequels but they didn't live up to the hype of the first movie um, but still, like generally known, I think. I think. I think it's uh, people know. Oh, that's the that's the movie with the hook killer guy. Like, right. And, yeah. And I think I, they kind. Of, and I also think they kind of know that because of the scary movie movies, which also spoof this. So. Yes, exactly. I would say it's possible that we're uh, making somebody watch it for the first time. But no, it's probably not possible that we're introducing this brand new concept to people uh, it, <laughs> of a, it's something of a slasher that, movie it's, it's something that it is is like in the in the culture this the the specific idea behind this movie i think so how did you grow up with this movie because you yeah i am much older than you marcus i think much much older yeah. um I, i'm getting up there in age folks i'm like 47 years old but uh yeah. Like, uh, when did you first see this? Like, wh- how were you introduced to this movie? Um, well, you're 47. I'm 46. I... <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so uh, cut that That's... in half and add one. That's my age. Um, 27. No. Okay. Wait. I, no. Wait. I, never mind. I, I can't do math. Keep going. Uh, I would say, I, I I would say that like there when I was a kid, I would just watch the same movies over and over and over and over, and usually those movies were, um, like either like the the bottom of the barrel worst comedies there were like employee of the month with Dane cook. I remember watching that over and, but somehow this movie was one of them where like, it just, it played on, uh, it played on like showtime or, uh, sci-fi or whatever, like every single day. And I would watch it every single day that it was like, is this one of those movies? Whenever I saw it on, I would flip to it and watch it. And uh, so, yeah, it holds a special place in my heart for that reason. I, uh, I did have a very, uh, I feel like I have a good connection to this movie. Uh, it's been many years since I've seen it, so I am excited to return to it. So that's the yeah. other part of it. I'm returning to that, a movie that I used to love as a child. And so let's we can we can go through some of the plot 
uh, Marcus, uh, sure. because it, 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 the the uh, the initial thing that keep that that moves this story along. Um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? The thing that happens. The inciting um, incident. There you go. Thank you, Marcus. The inciting incident happens within like the first ten minutes. With yeah. these, with these, and and it has been a while since I've seen it, and I haven't seen it as much as um, as much as uh, as you. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, and and and, I, and again, it, it kind of runs. Um, it blends together for me sometimes with you know the the the, the '90s horror movies. Um, but I one thing I forgot it was it's it's just it just follows these four teens, you know these four characters. And it feels very like small to me, like my mind. I thought it was like a bigger cast, but no, it's just these four. Yeah, and also four quintessential '90s actors. Um, do you want to talk about who's in this movie, Marcus? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we got uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got Freddie Prince Jr. You're correct. We got uh, you know uh, Ryan Phillippe. Yes. Uh, and we've got the fourth one. That I can't remember right now. A uh, movie you love and cherish, and you forget Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt, of course. How could I forget her? Shame the, the on me. The lead, the lead of the movie. Shame on me. Shame on me. Yeah, but no, it just follows these these four teens, and they get into an accident, um, and they apparently kill somebody on the road, and and then a summer later, that's that's the title, that's the titular. I know what we did last summer. It's the killer. Yeah coming back to life it's seemingly and saying hey i'm back i know what you did i know i know you ran over me and i'm, I'm alive now yeah um yeah so that's that's it and the the, the killer you want to talk about him marcus because I, I i i believe he's close enough to becoming iconic or at least that look is like iconic enough that sure. people in, in a horror yeah. would be like yeah that's the killer from an, i know what you did last summer yeah i yeah, yeah, he's he's a a guy wearing a big uh, rain raincoat, uh, and he has a hook, uh, like a, a fish hook, a giant fish hook that uh, he uses to slice people up. I yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it, it's kind of like an iconic image. I don't, I don't know. It seems so basic that it must have been done before, but I guess I don't have enough horror history knowledge to know if it has. I, I, yeah, I, I think you're right, and <clears throat> excuse me, and I think it also it it also it's also reminiscent of like Candyman that hook for a hand. Sure, sure, um, of course. But yeah, it's uh, you know it's iconic in that yes, like I think a lot of people know it from Now You Summer, but I think I think you're right that I think it's been done before, you know, but I think this movie for sure elevates that to like like a signature villain. Like if you were to do like a murders row of murderers on film you know where would hook guy from i know we did last summer be like top 50 have to top, be right 50? top 50 sure yeah <laughs> I, can, 50. I can cement that now <laughs> if we make this list i will find a place for him in the top 50 or or or, or where do you think he'd he'd land like he's, 40 okay top 40 is 40 I, pushing I, it i'll say he's a notch like he is nowhere near Ghostface. Like the Ghostface no. is like top five, probably. But do we want to do a quick like top? No, no, no come on. Okay, no, a real, real quick. quick top forty. <laughs> Here we go. We no, what, back. No, 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 we have no, we, what we I was no time say, to goof around. All right. What I was going to say is we're gonna. I'm gonna put him like one notch above the like baby face from Happy Death Day, which is also um, like a pretty. 
Yeah. Like okay. It's, okay. It's, a, it's okay. a notch above that. Like it's it's more okay. than just a creepy mask. It's like a fully put together look. Okay. You know I can I can I can give you that for sure. I'm not yeah. saying he's literally one point above on the list. <laughs> I'm saying that uh, the the thought that went into him is just above the thought that went into the happy <laughs> shirt. Okay, okay, move on. I want to talk about where this film takes place. Um, do you know exactly where this film takes place, Marcus? Uh, no, I don't. I just know it's like fishing themed. It's like a fishing village yeah, somewhere. Yeah, town. And, and this is this is something I wanted to point out because you don't get too many like slasher movies. Really, or, or I don't know. It it it's it's not it's not necessarily rare, but you don't see it that often. Where these kids are growing up in a small town, where I don't know where they're going to college, but they live near enough by where it's like it. It's in North Carolina, by the way, South Point, oh. North Carolina. Okay, so. All of it takes place on, you know, South Carolina, and you, yeah. Again, my point is, I don't see that that often. Yeah, it's a unique so, setting. Yeah, and I guess it, it, it's only there because, you know, you get that hook. You get the fisherman, who, who, who's the killer. You know, uh, I'm not spoiling anything, but he's dressed as a fisherman with that ice pick, um, which is interesting. Did you by chance read the book that this is based off of? What? <laughs> There's, this is based this off is a new book. information to me. No, I have no you idea. You love this movie, um, but yet you don't know. Yes, it's uh, it says right here. I know we did last summer is based off a 1973 suspense novel uh, made for young adults by Lewis Duncan. Huh. So yes, 1973. Uh, I have not read it. Um, although I bought it when it came out because I was a kid and they had a reading fair and they had this book I know you did last summer no, which awesome. was not it was not the novelization it was this book from 1973 but with a cover featuring the four leads so sure. ba- back then I was in love with um, you know three of the four so I was like yes of course I'll, I'll buy this book but I never read it <laughs> Um but no, yeah, I, I, I have to look into it because I can't do the research now. But uh, I just wonder, like, why? Yeah, it's interesting. Like, don't you think it's just, it's, like, why set it in, like, a fishing city, like, you know, a, a port? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it just seems like to me they wanted that hook, you know, the one that fisherman with the hook, and that was yeah. the reason why. Yeah, yeah, they they Is built it? they built the they built the killer, and then they placed everything around it, like they, they wanted <laughs> that image. And yeah. Which is which is no complaint of mine. Yeah, because yeah, I think it's interesting enough. Um, did you happen to see any of the sequels to this? Yeah, this? so it's actually possible that I've seen the sequel. The the I still know what you did last summer more than I've yeah. seen this one. Like I ah. think I have more memories of that movie specifically um, than I do this one. But uh, in my head, like they're both on even ground. I would have to rewatch the second one to say that. And no, I've never seen the third one. I have no interest. Yeah, because there's at least three. Um, I know. I know this only because. Uh, the 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 podcast sequels did a did a um, I was gonna say story <laughs> they, they did a full page spread on this movie. <laughs> no, they talked about one of the um, I know we did last summer sequels. Always um, know so they did last summer. Yeah, that's the one, right? There's only three in yeah, the, in the franchise, three, right? right? Okay, okay. I just want to make sure because it feels like 
something that would have like five sequels and you know uh, there's uh, you Marcus you could have told me they, they came out with a directed to sequel or direct to video sequel sorry of this uh, that came out last year and I would have believed you yeah it's, it's definitely possible but no my solo All didn't right. happen yeah that one starring and that one starring like a WWE wrestler or something because that would that I would also <laughs> no. believe hey 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 okay since you brought it up um, we have a, we have another podcast you and I that we host it's called marking the marks with Marcus and Marcelo it's about wrestling um, yes. and the only reason I bring that up is because there's actually a wrestling connection in this movie Marcelo oh, do you know what it is can I oh that's a oh wow okay that's a good question a wrestling connection to I know what we did last summer hmm. yeah um okay my guess is did Jennifer Love Hewitt win the WCW championship <laughs> In 1997, leading up to the release of I Know We Did Last Summer. Unfortunately, no, Marcelo. That did not happen. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, Do you want me me to tell you what happened? Okay. I give up. Okay, so I don't know the exact years, but it was like in the 2000s or something. Uh, Freddie Prince Jr., he uh, became a writer for Monday Night Raw. Oh, yes. Okay. I think I do remember hearing about that. Freddie Prince Jr., noted wrestling fan. Follow him on Twitter if you want to read about wrestling constantly. <laughs> he, uh, he did get to write for Monday Night Raw, a bizarre career decision in like the wow. mid-2000s or so. <clears throat> yeah. That is crazy. I Yeah, yeah. again, it's something I'm sure I heard before, but just completely forgot. It's just an insane little detail. Um, mm-hmm. what, else, what else can we say about this? Like, it's uh, it, uh, I tweeted... Because uh, I famously tweet all the time, except today my tweeting stopped for a few hours because um, I was blocked. Terrible day. Um, regardless, uh, to me this is like very much a '90s movie in in the best way possible. Because um, again, it falls in that sweet spot. This movie to me of like not as great as Scream. Because I think Scream. Well, let me ask you because it's the same writer, Kevin Williamson. Um, uh, who did Scream and this? I know who did last summer. I, uh, I, where does Scream fall for you in terms of like just horror movies, Marcus? Horror movies, Scream is like tops. Like it, the, there are very few that I would put above it, and yeah. uh, I certainly would not put. I know you did last summer on that level, but like in terms of fun, like the amount of fun that I had watching it, I, I would put it still fairly high. Yeah. Um, so we're doing two lists. We've got the top fifty slashers <laughs> and the top fifty horror movies. I would put this one in both of those lists. Oh, you'd put you'd put both Scream and I, I know you did last summer in the top fifty. Interesting. Yeah. Sure. Well, no, but <laughs> I, I I think if oh this would be like top seventy five for me. But not yeah. it's not bad. It's not bad. Although my swath of horror movies, maybe movies I consider horrors, like maybe wider than most people. So maybe that's why I'll, you know, put a few more above this. But no, my point was, I mean, of course Scream is Scream, and that's like to me a quintessential horror movie, period. But I know Dylan Summer to me feels like a very solid like attempt at that nineties yes, horror. It, 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 that I it love. does yeah. feel like a it feels like like what are the dates? When did Scream come out? I, I uh this has to be like I'll a couple years after. And it, it feels up. like feels like an attempt to cash in on that somewhat. Yeah, Scream was uh, oh, why can't I look this up so easily? 
Uh, I'm going to guess 95. Oh, 96. Yeah, Scream was 1996. 96. Mm. Well, and then maybe, this. Maybe it wasn't that quick, but. And I know I know what we did last summer came out uh, 1997 along with Scream 2. So, mm. and the, um, the writer, Kevin Williamson, he also, what, he wrote on Dawson's Creek? Or he created Dawson's Creek uh, in 1998. Oh. Okay. Yeah, following all this. So. It was again. Th- this is why I think it's um, like Scream. And I, I know we did last summer. Like those two, these two for sure. In terms of '90s horror, like the definition of that, because it's like the, these actors were the '90s. You know, these four leads were, you know, uh, sure. like the, the, the top teen actors. So, um, again, folks, I'm old. Marcus, I'm sure you remember. <laughs> you know, you, you, we we couldn't escape as a society, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and we didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm going to leave all that in. I'm going to leave that, <laughs> that silence right there. <laughs> yeah, we did not escape Jennifer Love Hewitt fever. Okay, no. so I say we watch the film, Marcelo, and then we'll talk about it. <laughs> this is the first one of these where the guest has like, has like pushed it like to end. <laughs> and I'm like, fine. All right, I'm not going to end it. Marcus is going to end it. Marcus has had enough of this. So, folks, please watch. I know we did last summer. Stay tuned after for our post-movie conversation. We'll be right back. Bye. (laughs) Enjoy the movie. And we're back. Whoa. Whoa. Did you... Whoa, whoa, I didn't hey. see you there. Whoa, why do you have the hook uh, in your hand? What's going on? Sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm extra jumpy right now after watching such a scary film. <laughs> Ooh, scary. So, I uh, first question post-movie, Marcus. <clears throat> and, and, and we'll get to questions of the audience here in a second, so save your questions, folks. Um, tell me, I wrote down one of my notes here. Uh, uh, first question to you, Marcus. Who's the killer? Who's the killer? Yeah, who's the killer? That's your question? <laughs> the the Listen, raincoat guy. <laughs> I know. Okay. I, I The first thing. Okay, I, I did, I did like this car. movie. It's the whole Listen, point of I the did, movie. I did like this movie. Okay. I, I think it's fun. Like you just said in the last segment, it's a fun you know, slasher. Sure. And I was watching it. I swear, I was watching it intently. But... At, at, at some point, I was eating an orange. I was like busy with something else. Like somebody texted me. Sure. I like. I like. I like. Did, wasn't paying attention as they glossed over who the actual killer was because that's that's the sort of twist, right? Like, yes, these kids run over somebody, and they think it's one guy, but then the twist is, oh, it wasn't that guy. It was somebody else. That's where I was confused, Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now you say it, you're right. Uh, yeah. They they hit a guy with their car. They dumped his body in the river. A year later, they start getting haunted by that person. But the twist, uh, haunted and killed by that person. But the twist is that the person that is killing them is not actually the guy they hit with their car. The guy they hit with their car was a murderer. 
and the what, wait, guy was it? <laughs> yeah, or he was he was going to kill himself that day or something, or he was going okay. to go kill his wife. I I, I didn't I, I did not <laughs> <Marcus>. write this. <laughs> I didn't write these specifics down. <laughs> I, uh, I I wasn't trying to to trick you or anything, Marcus. I was I had that sincere thought because I thought, and also I thought you would answer this question to <laughs> to, so to a to a direct we've been and planning to degree. record this for a long time. <laughs> Things but fall out of your head. You've watched this so much, though. You, uh, Not I'm since sure I was like twelve <laughs> or thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I, I have okay. many times in my life, but. You know, I, this is not, somehow other facts have come into my head and other feelings <laughs> have come into my head pushed out this is, everything I know about I know what you did last summer this is not a hit squad here I, I'm only I'm only asking an honest <laughs> question it's just that I was just confused and I wanted I wanted a clarification and we get nothing You're we not, get nothing not getting that. it from me not getting it from me my man before we talk about the sequel let me talk to you about this thing okay it's not another setup it's not another trick question um <laughs> When you said before that you picked this movie because of uh, the killer's return, okay? Yeah. Um, well, what I found inter- interesting was that not only, not only did the killer's return, but this also had, a, you know, it wasn't like a huge theme, but I, I enjoyed that they these kids had to go back to their hometown, like a return. There's a scene where Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, uh, did you did you latch onto that after you picked it? You go, oh, but oh, you know, they also returned to their hometown, so that's something. I didn't. That's no, inter- but I. It's an interesting dynamic because sure. there's that scene where Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, goes back home with her mom. I think in the one and only scene where they give any character development to Jennifer Love Hewitt, um, like you, I think her dad had passed away or something, and her mom is angry at her or something, um, which I found interesting enough. And then they just disres- disregard. Then she's no longer a character. She's just a target for the killer. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. That was my point, Marcus. Uh, uh, how well do you think they do character development? And, and, and I know what you did last summer. How well do I think? Okay, um, poorly, I would say. Uh, like what we just said earlier about uh, who the killer even is. Neither of us can even answer that question. No. Um, and I would say all the teens and all the characters, like they're all kind of the same level of uh, uh, dickish and mean and not likable. Um, yeah. Like obviously, a couple are more likable than others, but like they all. That, I don't know. Even the ones that are supposed to be likable, like we know they did a bad thing and like a pretty terrible, terrible thing. <laughs> like, yeah, they um, they all were. So can't really root yeah. for them. No, I mean honestly, I that was my biggest problem. Well, it's not really a problem, but something that came to mind is um, maybe the least one that you think is like maybe the, the least culpable is Jennifer Love Hewitt's character. Yeah, you know, to an extent. But, yeah, it's a I little mean, bit. But she's still, you know, she's in that group of four people who covered up a murder. Yeah. So still going um, along with that plan. So it's like, I don't know how good are yeah. you? Yeah. And they get what they deserve in the end. Um, but uh, am I crazy in thinking that Freddie Pinch Jr. plays two, two different characters in this? Like him in the first act, but, you know, pre, uh, you know, killer coming back to life. Um, he seemed like a reasonable actor, but then, like when, yeah, you know, it was revealed that he's like a fisherman for a year. 
He's like <laughs> crazy spiky hair. I think he just acts a different way because you kind of think he's the killer. It's like, did you catch that, Marcus? Yeah, okay. Like the, for how weird Freddie Prince Jr. is throughout this entire movie. Yeah, and I, I also wanted to note, like, Freddie Prince Jr. is, like, barely in this movie. He pops up from yeah. time to time just to kind of, like, remind you that he's here. And he he disappears for most of the movie because they want to push that stupid, like, red herring that you mentioned on you. And, like, I even knowing the that he's not the killer, he, like, like I, I don't even think that's a factor in saying that it's not viable in any sort of way that he is the killer. Like it's never a yeah. thing that um I you're ever in doubt about, even though the characters are saying they are. I, it's just not very <laughs> viable. But yeah, they 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 waste they wasted a lot of our good Freddie Prince Jr. time. They took it away from us. I think. Thankfully, uh, the sequel gives that back to us. Oh, so now we can talk about the sequel. That was just a long segue to me asking you about the sequel because <laughs> I I had not I have not seen that sequel and I was not assigned to see it and you didn't suggest we watch both of them because if you did I would have said flat out you know, fuck you Marcus, but yeah. It's it's been uh, well over a decade or two decades. Jesus Christ. No, uh, uh, it's been a while since I've seen the sequel. Tell me about what happens in the sequel. Oh, and we should just spoil the end of this, uh, which is another classic quintessential horror, uh, you know, 90s horror and beyond or before. Just a, a quintessential jump scare at the very end, uh, revealing that, hey, the killer is still alive. And he jumps through this glass to kill Jennifer Love Hewitt in the final moment of the movie. So that's the, that's the final thing we see in this movie. So Marcus... Tell us what happens in the sequel. Just go beat for beat, you know, scene by scene, line by line. What happens in the 1997, no, 1998 sequel? I know, I still know what you did last summer. Great, yeah. Thanks for setting me up like this. So, yeah, it's it's like a year later, a year after this whole debacle happens, um, uh, and. Uh, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt's character survives, and Freddie Prince Jr.'s character survive. And uh, remember, remember, Brandy was in the first movie for like two seconds. Was she? Or is she? Or is it? Did they well, recast her? I think they recast. She's like her. I'm, I'm, okay. I'll you know as as you go beat by beat through the entire movie, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. I'll just make sure. Um. Anyway, so they're, like, going on vacation to the Bahamas. Right. And then the killer starts uh, uh, threatening them there and attacking them there. The killer shows back up again, and the question is, uh, what? We killed that guy on the boat, remember? We cut his arm <laughs> off. And, and that... that uh, we're, we're medical professionals, Marcus, so we can firmly say, if you get your arm sliced off, <laughs> sorry, your hand sliced off in a boating accident, yeah. and you scream bloody murder as you, you know, yeah. dive into the murky waters, you're dead. You're dead, man. You're toast. You're toast. You're, to- you're dead. You're out of here. Uh, but no, he's still alive. What? No, no way. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's the that's the intrigue. How could you, how could that possibly be? And I won't spoil um, that for you, of course, because I, I know the oh, answer, but I won't tell you. I um, want you. I want you to tell me. I'm sure Jennifer Love Hewitt makes it to the end of 
of the sequel, right? You can tell Probably. me that. She's she's the final girl. She's she's never gonna <sighs> die. She's the final girl. She's never gonna die. <clears throat> All right, let's talk about the one movie that we did watch, right, Marcelo? <clears throat> what? What? No, this? Oh, this movie? Okay, this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's quit talking about the one we did not watch. Please. <laughs> the? Do you think? Um, because they're 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 doing legacy sequels all the time. Do you think we'll see uh, Jeff Love Hewitt, you know, you know, getting getting out of uh, acting retirement uh, next year, uh, and just say, "Hey, I'm Julie James again. Here we go. I know what you sure. did, you know, twenty summers ago. Uh, pitch that uh, uh, sequel, Marcus. That legacy sequel. What happens that- in the new? Pitch the entry? sequel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> First off, I'll say it's a fantastic idea that uh, we revisit these characters 20 years later. They're well into adulthood, and uh, the killer is back now of all of all times. Yeah, like, that's well, crazy. Well, like that, that's that an crazy. intriguing setup that will surely not bomb at the box office. Um, and we'll say that uh, before he died in this movie, in the first movie, Ryan Philippe had kids, and and Ryan Philippe still plays that kid, so he's still in it too. Wow! <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> oh, uh, and then how are we gonna get Sir Michelle Geller in it? Because uh, she she uh, dies they, a horrible death. Of course, they had kids, and ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus, and and and, and, the, and the raincoat killer. He has the the ice pick in this movie or whatever. No, not the ice pick. He doesn't have an ice pick in this movie. He has a fish hook, right? Yeah. It's, well, it's... In this movie, he's got an ice pick. Okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and wow, a fish that's, hook, both. That's, that's the 2020 change um, we, we need to see. Yeah. Although, right. it'd be released on uh, in 2022, just in time for the 25th anniversary. So, yeah. So, it'd be, I know you did last summer colon 25 years later so uh it's it's a solid sequel it's gonna work i love it i love it thanks um <laughs> what else can we say Marcella, about this movie did you, did you remember johnny galecki was in this at all do you have any no. idea i didn't either uh, that was that was a big surprise to me we we haven't talked about uh oh and i love that they just have oh wait no i was, I was about to say to kind of throw his character away no he dies he's he, he yeah, dies what? a vicious a vicious what? death. Why? So like, also, the premise of the movie is that this guy is like getting revenge or whatever, but what did Johnny Galecki have to do with it? He had nothing to do with it. He didn't know. Uh, also, like, why did the sister... I guess the sister, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt's sister... Yeah, guess, at least oh, she's no, sorry. in proximity uh, to them. Like her. Was it was it Sarah Michelle Gellar's sister? Yeah. Um, yeah, like you, you can at my, least say that like she was in the way. Yeah, she was in the way. But, but no, uh, Galecki. Uh, I mean, he he was just just a prop for the killer to use later. Like because he did yeah. the killer put Galecki in like a trunk, and then uh, guess, how did that yeah. happen? By the way, Marcus. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Johnny Galecki gets stuffed into the trunk. Yeah, does, with, does, does, describe describe to me the killer's process here. Um, what did he do, and how did he pull it off? Go. He stuffs he stuffs Johnny Galecki into the trunk of was it Jennifer Love Hewitt's car? Yeah. Um, it, along with um, uh, hundreds of crabs, right? And I think some ice, maybe. And some ice, sure. 
and and uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt sees this and understandably uh, freaks out about it and runs to tell all of her friends. And uh, minutes later, uh, the trunk is spotless. <laughs> There's nothing in it whatsoever. Uh, no blood, no water residue, nothing. And uh, that, that's that's a fantastic feat for the killer to pull off. I re- I, I gotta say, I, I, I don't know how we did that. I can't even venture a guess. Now, uh, how how long did Jennifer Love Hewitt run? to get her friends uh, that's what I wonder first and then how long it did it take for them to get to the back to the car how long how long did the killer have to clear out that trunk like these are the thoughts I had these are the deleted scenes I want to see Marcus is yeah. the killer's uh, cleanup process so uh, ridiculous but hey it leads us to the, the film's classic line which is oh what <laughs> There's a classic <laughs> the classic line in this movie. The classic line of this movie. You should know it by heart. Um, it's in it's in the scene. Uh, frank, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> nope. Let me give you ten guesses to what it is. Oh, where, where did all those crabs go out of my car? <laughs> yep, that's it. That's the one. That's the one we see cool. in horror documentaries. Uh, hey, get those crabs oh, out oh, of wait, this car. Wait, wait, no, no, no. I, I actually do have it. The the what are you waiting for thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get yeah. you. There you go. There you took go. me a classic scene. I'm, I'm a little slow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't. Know. Um, it's a good movie. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was great. It's not as good as it was in my memory. It's 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 uh, now that we've seen the movie, would I really put it in my top fifty? No. Top hundred. <laughs> this is maybe. Am- <laughs> This is amazing. You, you've gone downhill in terms yeah, of loving this movie. Yeah, I, I've talked you out of liking this. Yeah, and this conversation's going downhill too because somebody <laughs> keeps setting me up for failure. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I've asked you simple questions. This is not interrogation. This is not. You're not being set up. You need to come for me for factual information that I don't. I know. asked the first question you got wrong or you didn't know was who was the killer. In this movie yeah. about a killer. Yeah. Ah, Marcus. And on that note, any last thoughts on I Know We Did Last Summer? Sure. Okay. So the way that it relates to the theme of returning. Like, um, yeah, you could say the, the literalness of the movie, the literal interpretation for the layman um, is the killer coming back to kill the kids, right? But, right. you know, if you, have, if you put um, the slightest amount of thought into it, it's a film about... Um, your past mistakes coming back to haunt you, right? And and that's that's an idea that uh, personally gives me a ton of anxiety at all times and haunts me uh, every every time I'm awake. Um, and I think that um, as an exploration of that theme, this movie mostly fails because it basically turns into a bunch of okay horror set pieces but that doesn't mean it's not fun to watch <laughs> it doesn't really stand up to further reading as we're finding out but it's a it's a fun it's a fun movie to watch i would say i, I wrote down one of my notes is he's a trickster the killer me oh the killer no, oh yeah the he's a trickster yeah. he's a trickster <laughs> Yes, I think I wrote that down after the, after the crab bit. Um, but but you're right. 
Uh, um, it starts off initially with that solid theme of, you know, hey, you know, you, you can't escape your past. Um, but yeah, it becomes very goofy because, again, like we stated, the killer, ha- you know, for most of the movie, you're, 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 you're like, what's his motive? Like, what is he trying to do? He's just messing yeah. with these kids and he's killing, you know, this one kid who doesn't even have any, you know, uh, has no responsibility to the death of, you know, uh, from last summer. It doesn't make any sense. But then yeah. they wind up on his boat and he gets his hand sliced off. So that, yeah, it's that's the movie. That's it. Uh, did any of the deaths stand out to you? Would you say? <clears throat> uh, what's his face? The, the, the Galecki, him getting murdered brutally. That was... I think the the one kill that stood out, and then that's, yeah, it's probably the most gory one. It is, and it's also unnecessarily gory. Like yeah. he didn't he didn't need to die, but he died anyway. Um, and then you don't really see the the the, the Ryan Philippi death really. You don't no. see Sir Michelle's you, you don't see Sir Michelle's Geller's death really. No, you see some you overhead don't. shots. I don't know. It, it's uh, I don't know. Marcus, maybe I hate this movie now. <laughs> I know. The more I talk about it, the less I'm liking it. <laughs> I was going to end with something positive. I was going to end with something positive. Oh, I know. Have you seen The Fog? No. So I I, I, uh, I made the uh, the lineup of this festival. I finished it up yesterday. And uh, I'm pairing this movie, Marcus, with The Fog. Um, mm. John, John Carpenter's The Fog. And what I find interesting is um, uh, in The Fog, not to fully spoil it, but it. Uh, what do you know anything about The Fog, the original Fog, not the remake Fog? Oh, I, re- I really don't. I, I know nothing. John Carpenter directed it. That's my yeah. extent of my knowledge. In that movie, kind of. I didn't realize this was a connective theme because I only paired these two up because of the hook perspective. Because in the in the fog, there are these killers who come back to life, and they're I believe fishermen or you know they're on boats. Um, some would say maybe pirates, whatever they are. I think one death or a few deaths in particular have these like giant hooks involved. So that's one connection. But the other connection what you were alluding to, what you were saying was like the big theme in this movie that they just uh, disregarded was the fact that you can't escape your past. It's going to come back to get you. And I find that interesting. And I think, and you may agree with me after seeing the fog, but I think the fog does it a lot better than I know we did last time. That's good to hear. That that is something I would like to watch then. Yeah. So, um, regardless, if, if, if somebody did the double feature of the fog and I know we did last summer, I don't think you'd be disappointed. It's just uh, two horror films handling, you know, a and it also takes place in a coastal town, which is interesting too. The fog, so you get that connection there. But uh, I don't know. This movie's not bad. Let's let's go around. I mean, let's 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 go a one eighty now. This movie is is fun. Okay, maybe confusing at times for me, but I still like it. Yeah, I, that's about where I'm at with it. It's just like I can think of tons and tons and tons of things that are wrong with it objectively bad about it and i don't know in my head i'm still i'm thinking right now like i kind of want to rewatch it like th- there's something about it that's very likable that's uh, in my head that i don't know if it's just my nostalgic connection to it or if it's i don't know maybe there is some uh, underlying uh hidden thing in there that that's really grabbing me i don't know but i i, I still 
like it, even though we're kind of picking it apart right now. Yeah, it's an easy watch for sure. Um, yeah. And, and all jokes aside, I would, you know, uh, they might do it with every franchise now, but I would love to see a legacy horror sequel for this. Um, That'd be nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because why not bring, well, what's Jennifer Love Hewitt doing? Come on. Uh, she's great. All right. That's it, Marcus. Thank you. Uh, this went as smoothly as I thought it would. Um, before we go, plugs, where can the people listening find you online? Marcelo, I think the people listening should uh, listen to our other podcast, previously mentioned, um, Marking the Marks, uh, spelled M-A-R-C-S, with Marcus and Marcelo. It's a wrestling podcast. Uh, if you like wrestling, listen to it. If you don't, I still think it's a pretty funny show. And you can follow me on Twitter at MarcusIrving317, if you so desire. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, and I'm glad... We saw eye to eye on I Know We Did Last Summer. Goodbye. That's right. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) 